0: The Bible Study Podcast, episode 378. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of Psalms with Psalm 37. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. We continue on with Psalm 37 today, again, another Psalm of David. Do not fret because of those who are evil, or be envious of those who do wrong. For like the grass, they will soon wither. Like green plants, they will soon die away. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Take delight in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord, trust in him, and he will do this. He will make your righteous reward shine like the dawn, your vindication like the noonday sun. Be still before the Lord, and wait patiently for Him. Do not fret when people succeed in their ways, when they carry out their wicked schemes. Refrain from anger, and turn from wrath. Do not fret, it leads only to evil. For those who are evil will be destroyed, but those who hope in the Lord will inherit the land. A little while, and the wicked will be no more. Though you look for them, they will not be found. But the meek will inherit the earth, and enjoy peace and prosperity. That's a rather long section to read, but this is a longer psalm at 40 verses. And there's a theme here in those first 10 verses that I'm assuming that you noticed, but let's talk about it anyway. Don't be envious of those who do wrong. It's an interesting verse because it's something I think about sometimes. And I tend to be thinking about it more often when I'm reading the local media or the national media or People magazine or something like that, when we see somebody who seems to be prospering and yet leading a lifestyle that is in opposition to the will and desire of God, at least apparently so to me from an outside point of view. And apparently, David tells us this is not a new problem. This is not something that is a 20th century or 21st century issue here but that in his day, people could look around and they could see the person, for instance, as we think of Jesus and his parables, who is the corrupt judge, who is taking bribes and ignoring the cries of the widow. And David says, don't be envious of them. If you look at them, you're going to look at them and you're going to be tempted to do as they do because it looks like it's working. And Let's face it, the reason why it looks like it's working is that it is working, at least for now. They're doing evil and they are prospering. And let's face it, that happens. It happens today. It happened in Jesus' time and it happened in David's time. And it will continue to happen. A couple questions that raises is, one is, why? Uh, Why doesn't someone, as soon as they cheat on their taxes, as soon as they have that public affair as soon as they are oppressing their workers? Why doesn't lightning just come from heaven and strike them dead? And then everyone would know not to behave that way. I think part of the answer there, at least, is that the character of God is such that he lets evil persist at least long enough for people to repent. And I go back again to when Abraham is given the promised land, he's told that this land will all be yours, yours and your descendants, but not yet, because the evil of the people who live in it is not complete. There's still a chance. Or if you think about the time of the kings, clearly the people in the time of the kings of Judah and especially the kings of Israel move away from the plan that God has. They continue to worship the false gods. But God lets them for generation after generation, sending prophet after prophet to tell them to stop because this time will come to an end. And so David says, yes, it happens. But he says it won't go on forever. They're like the grass that will soon wither, like green plants, they will soon die away. Sometimes we see the judgment will come for people during this lifetime. It'll be front page news and other times it will happen later. But he's saying, but for you, don't be looking at what they're doing. Turn your eyes on the Lord. Trust in the Lord and do good. Trust in the Lord in the sense that it takes some trust to believe that doing the right thing day after day, week after week, year after year is going to produce good results is going to lead to a life worth living. And in fact, to the life worth living, to a better life. But he says, take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Now, one of the things that I think that happens there is as we take delight in the Lord, I think he does reshape us. I think one of the reasons that he gives us the desires of our heart is that he can remake our hearts and remake our hearts perhaps in a way that they desire different things, that they desire the love and fellowship of friends rather than to be as rich as we could possibly be. When we commit our ways to the Lord, I think I think the Lord honors that, but I think he also changes us and changes us to lead that best life, that life that is the best alternative. He will make your righteous reward shine like the dawn, your vindication like noonday sun. Vindication, that sense of I'm going to continue to do what God wants me to do, and eventually it will be clear to everyone that I made the right choice. So be still and wait patiently is what he says. And don't fret when other people seem to succeed. Don't worry about it. Don't focus on it. Let God deal with them, but you keep your eyes on God. And then he says that someday you'll look up a little while and the wicked will be no more. Though you look for them, they will not be found. But the meek will inherit the earth and enjoy peace and prosperity. That's certainly something we continue to wait for. And um, I don't necessarily think that's something I'm going to see in my lifetime, uh, where all of the people who choose the wrong paths will go away. And David goes on, The wicked plot against the righteous, and gnash their teeth at them. But the Lord laughs at the wicked, for he knows their day is coming. The wicked draws the sword and bends the bow to bring down the poor and needy, to slay those whose ways are upright. But swords will pierce their own hearts, and their bows will be broken. Better the little that the righteous have than the wealth of many wicked. For the power of the wicked will be broken, but the Lord upholds the righteous. The blameless spend their days under the Lord's care, and inheritance will endure forever. In times of disaster they will not wither. In days of famine they will enjoy plenty. But the wicked will perish. Though the Lord's enemies are like flowers of the field, they will be consumed, they will go up in smoke. The wicked borrow and do not repay, but the righteous give generously. Those the Lord blesses will inherit the land, but those he curses will be destroyed. The Lord makes firm the steps of those who delight in him. Though he may stumble, he will not fall, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. I was young, and now I am old, and yet I have never seen the righteous forsaken, or their children begging bread. They are always generous and lend freely. Their children will be a blessing. Turn from evil and do good, and then you will dwell in the land of the Lord forever. For the Lord loves the just and will not forsake his faithful ones. Wrongdoers will be completely destroyed. The offspring of the wicked will perish. The righteous will inherit the land and dwell in it forever. And I think of David's time. As David looks forward, remember it is in the time of his grandson that the kingdom will split. The kingdom will be split by a foolish king, his grandson. And the whole ten tribes will turn away from God and will start worshiping other gods. And it will look for a time like things are prospering, but everything that David says here will happen to them. They are gone. Like the grass that withers and is burned, the whole people who chose a different choice, those, that whole people who chose to move away from God, disappeared. And those who were faithful, who at times it looked like had made the wrong choice, I think of the time of Elisha when he is saying, look, Lord, I'm the only one left. And God says, no, I preserve for myself a remnant. That remnant are still around. And so David says, the Lord looks down at our arrogance and he laughs. He knows what's coming. It's like he's up in the traffic copter and he sees the person who is driving like a maniac down the road and he can see over the hill to see that the person is driving into the speed trap or to see over the hill that the person is driving off a cliff. The Lord looks down and has a perspective that we do not have. And the Lord looks at the arrogance of the wicked and laughs. And so David encourages us to be content with less and be righteous than to have all the wealth of the wicked. And then he closes it with these verses, The mouth of the righteous utter wisdom, and their tongues speak what is just. The law of their God is in their hearts. Their feet do not slip. The wicked lie in wait for the righteous, intent on putting them to death. But the Lord will not leave them in the power of the wicked, or let them be consumed when brought to trial. Hope in the Lord and keep his way. He will exalt you to inherit the land. When the wicked are destroyed, you will see it. I have seen a wicked and ruthless man, flourishing like a luxuriant native tree. But he soon passed away and was no more. Though I looked for him, he could not be found. Consider the blameless, observe the upright. A future awaits for those who seek peace, but all sinners will be destroyed. There will be no future for the wicked. The salvation of the righteous come from the Lord. He is their stronghold in time of trouble. The Lord helps them and delivers them. He delivers them from the wicked and saves them because they take refuge in him. One of the interesting things about this psalm as we close here is that David is looking back on all that he has seen at the end of a long life, and he's saying, this is what I have seen. This is what I know. This is what I have learned. I've never seen the children of the righteous begging bread. I've always seen the wicked eventually get what was coming to them. I've always seen the Lord be faithful to the righteous. I pray that you and I will choose to be righteous this week, that we will choose the path that God desires for us, and that we won't worry too much about those who don't. With that, we'll end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, feel free to send an email to host at com, or leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at Chris2X. And as always, thanks so much for listening.